Welcome to episode 63 of the Tiny Disc Podcast. It's a redux. We're doing something totally new this time. I'm Robert Scarpinito, and I'm joined here by the beautiful Jack Zabeda. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling bougie. Mm. I've got my Waterloo lime flavored. Let's go, everybody. Let's do the thing. Drinking it with your pinky up. Uh, uh, straight up in the air. All right. And we've got our bougie as all hell, Colin Sparling. I'm bad. I'm bougie. No, is it Waterloo? Every time I hear the name Waterloo, is it like, isn't that like a uh, a key battle in like the Revolutionary War? Some shit, the Battle mm. of Waterloo? I'll, I'll take your uh, <laughs> word for it. That sounds good. To me, it's an effervescent lime beverage in my hand, and it's beautiful. I also think of the Caroline Spine song, Mrs. Sullivan. It's a key key, key lyric there. Okay, hold on. Um, it's a great song. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I need to... Waterloo was a key battle in the Revolutionary War, you said? Is that what I said? I think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, which one was it? History facts. Yeah, tell me. I don't know. Oh, really? Dude, I don't fucking Hold know. On. Was it Revolutionary War or Civil War? Neither. Okay, I don't know. Then Bef- clearly was it I before don't. either of those? It was between both of them. <laughs> this, it was like related to Napoleon, you know, when he was like conquering uh, all of Europe. Oh, I thought it was on American soil. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Nope. Is this have something to do with crossing the Rubicon? Now that's that's George Washington, right? No, that's Caesar. I don't know. Does this have to do <laughs> someone, with the founding? Someone that knows history is fucking does, losing their mind. Does this have to do with the founding right of Jamestown? Is this what the Pilgrims? Well, no, Jamestown. That's Africa for sure. Then where's oh Christopher Columbus come in? Christopher Columbus. He doesn't come in until the twenty third century. Uh, <laughs> well, fuck me. Then when does Pocahontas find John Smith? Is this like when Wolfgang Puck was uh, Nikolai Tesla's uh, executive chef? N- yes. Nikolai? You mean Nikola Tesla? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Nikola. Let's Nikolai. see how many facts He's we actually can... Russian as fuck. <laughs> Let's see how many errors we can cram into you know yeah. ten seconds as possible. No, we we all know that you come here for the historical facts. We uh, you know we, uh, we're here to kind of get you through your APU history tests. No, um, so. It's a whole new format, whole new thing. Get hype, get excited. Uh, Colin and I talked about it in last week's episode, but just to kind of recap, just to kind of catch you back up. So essentially what we're going to be doing now is we're creating games. We're creating the concept behind a game. Um, We're not going to be actually coding anything. We're not going to be typing out anything. It's just we roll some random variables that will kind of guide us along the process of creating a game that maybe one day will be made no guarantees it's basically like mad libs with a random number generator helping us out right and we got a spreadsheet yeah right got spreadsheets on spreadsheets okay all the facts everyone all the right facts and and to be honest we don't know how this is gonna go Mm -mm. so this could be real bad It could. <laughs> so we're going to find out too and and give us your feedback. Let us know if this is something that you want to, you know, that you like, that you want to hear more of in the future or not too. Tell us tell us all the things. Yeah, yeah. Let, let us know that we're not speaking into a void. That's always nice. Yeah, and you can get back at us at Tiny Podcast on Twitter. It's at Tiny Podcast. Or you can email us at tinydispodcast at gmail.com. Um, or a lot of people will leave a comment in our YouTube too. So yeah. we'll see that. We'll see all that shit. Yeah, we'll see. We see everything related related to us. Uh, so EA I sports challenge everything. Thanks. Thanks. Old Harry Potter games. Uh, right. so I guess, I guess let's get started, right? This feels, 
This is scary. So strange. Okay, it's do we define like what console this is for? What what no, platform I, or is it just I like mean, a general game? I think if it's per- general game. I think if it's pertinent to how you play the game, like if you're like, oh, we need motion control, so it needs to be like Xbox Connect or oh. Nintendo Joy-Con, right? But you know, I, hmm. I I don't think we're gonna start off with it needs to be an Xbox game. More the genre is important than the platform. I got you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. So, do we roll it? Yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to roll. Are you guys? Okay, hold on. So, tell oh, no. them what. Tell us what we're rolling for. All right. So, we're gonna roll for uh, four different categories. We're gonna roll first. We're gonna roll the genre. You know, uh, rhythm, survival horror, action adventure, etc. And then we're gonna add some modifiers onto it, which is. Uh, it's a growing list of things, you know, but for example, it has motion controls or it has touchscreen controls or it's a mobile game. And then we're going to roll a setting and then we're going to roll a conflict, which basically help us guide where the story of the game is going to go. And that might also inform like more game mechanics and so on. Exactly. Okay. All right. I'm going to try and keep up. So what are we rolling for first? Let's roll. For initiative. No, I'm kidding. We're gonna roll the genre first. Are you guys ready? Should should we do a cheesy uh drum roll? This seems very like D D. Like, do I need my <laughs> bow of agility? You do to get started. You do. You also I'm need gonna grab my D twenty. You need your hat of my cunning. D, my D one. So a D one can be a ball, <laughs> but it can also be a needle, guys. Think about it. A needle can only fall on one side up. It can be a cylinder. A sharp cylinder. Oh fuck! You blow you blow my mind right now, Jack. Well, yep. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yes, huh. I can. All right, yo, we getting into the threads of fate here. Let's let's Fight get away me. from this topic. We're gonna, we're gonna break reality here. A in A rhino is an out of shape unicorn. Change my mind. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll it. We're rolling, and our genre is guys. We're building a card game. Oh, oh my god uh, here we go of all the things uh and now i have to type now i have to actively participate in the show okay it's a card game so like gwent like uh hearthstone Pokemon, like hearthstone like, like magic uh, the gathering see, how how well versed are you guys in this kind of stuff um mildly mildly versed I actually had to make a card game in Jesse Fox's class. Oh, hey! Two years ago, Ooh. shout so out to I Jesse Fox. So I made a Fox. card game. So I had, uh, yeah, I had some, uh, you know, some some experience in that. Actually, yeah. Now that you say it, I did take a game design course, so I actually did have to design a card game. Um, ah. Yeah, I think what the hell did we we called it the Lumber Games? Nice, nice. <laughs> the well, Lumber dude, Games. Was it you dropped the twelve I- kids in a forest, see whoever can cut down the most trees? So basically, yeah, well, kind of. So basically the idea was there was one lone tree left. And the way we pictured it, if I recall right, was that it was a bunch of people trying to get the last Christmas tree on the lot because it's right before Christmas and no one tried to get a fucking get a tree. So everyone's doing everyone like procrastinated and getting it last minute. And so everyone's fighting to chop down this tree. So the idea was you got like axes and fucking machetes and like a fucking rusty spoon and like a whole bunch of bullshit that you got to use to cast on this tree and you got to get its H and the first person to get its HP down to zero gets the tree and wins. The person that last hits it gets the experience. Basically. And there was all kinds of like stuff for like cards that could give the tree health and like we basically had like super glue that would repair the tree. Nice. Wood glue. (laughs) Or like, yeah, that, that, that type of shit. 
And it was a lot of fun. It was super simple, but a lot of fun. You know, that's good. Anyway, we can't use that. We can't IP theft past no. Colin. Are you no. guys from? Isn't uh, isn't there a game on Star Wars: Nice Little Republic? Like, isn't there a card game like Pizak or something like that? Yeah, maybe. You sort of play that? Yeah. Okay, man, that rings a bell. Yeah. All right. Anyways, Pizak. go ahead. All right. All right. Yep. Next roll, guys. Next roll. Okay. Next roll. Rolling our first modifier. Well, really, our only modifier. And our modifier is. It's a roguelike. What? Yep. A roguelike. It's a roguelike card, card game. game. How the fuck is this gonna work? <laughs> Two genres you know, that I like. You have to change decks every time. Yeah, no, I, I think it's like you you open four random booster packs per game, and that's your that's your deck. These are two four, genres okay. I'm not strong in. <laughs> like yeah, I, you know, I, I, like I've had it explained to me several times, and I still don't understand what a roguelike is. So roguelike is like where there's like permadeath is a big deal, mm. and it's like you start at level zero, and through the course of the game, like your life, you're leveling up. So um, Dead Cells is a lot like. I mean, there's elements of that in Dead Cells, you know. Yeah. And so every time you play the game, you're kind of starting over, and you might be able to carry over a few things. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. that's kind of right. That's pretty much it. So like, you're you're not gonna like. It always depends on the roguelike. So we'd have to determine what you carry over. Um, but what you carry over is like usually something that is kind of a big deal, you know, whether it's like com yeah. passive buffs or like you get to keep your last weapon or something like that. Okay. Right. Do we get to name our game? Yeah. I, I feel like that'll come naturally. That'll come naturally. Along yeah. That'll, it'll happen. Okay. All right. I don't know how long it's going to take, but let's keep going. Yeah. It's going to take a while. All right. So setting, we got to do that next, right? Wait, the setting for a card game? Yeah, that, yeah. Hey, those, that's a thing. See, I told that's, I, a thing. That, that's what I said before we started the show. There are just some things that don't work. <laughs> but, well, what do you yeah, mean that's a thing? Explain yourself, the setting for a card game, Colin. It, no, well, I mean, it's kind of like Magic the Gathering. Even though Magic the Gathering is like a pretty surface level thing and not really much pe many people care about the lore, there is some sort of over, like a basic overarching There's like lore. a world. Yeah, I would say yeah. that the setting of Magic the Gathering is medieval or high fantasy. Right. Same with Hearthstone. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hearthstone's Same with Hearthstone. Kind okay. of, kind of Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. You know, the so overall so setting. Yeah. Okay. The, the right. feeling of it all. Okay. We all should right. put like dice rolling sound effects on this. By the way, we should. We should. I, I can this, record this, some. This, yeah. I feel like this format requires more um, background sounds. It's true. It does. Just saying. Okay. I, so the setting. The setting is. <laughs> uh, medieval fantasy. So that's right oh. on the right on the money. <laughs> Really? Yeah, do we want to reroll? I don't know. Do do we want to mulligan that? Mm. I mean, it, I think it makes things kind of easier, right? Like, uh, I know it's kind of lame though, because then it's like, oh, just like these other card games. All right, you want to reroll, Colin? You want to? I say I'm voting All to right. reroll. Okay, I I also uh, vote reroll. Reroll. Okay. And it is. Oh man, it's at a concert. <laughs> Oh fuck! What? <laughs> What's the name of that? What's the name of that Japanese uh, anime hologram? Wait, what? Uh, Hatsume Miku. Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, <laughs> fucking Japanese idol. Okay. Yes, dude. Card game. I love this. <laughs> Korean idol too. It's got to have K-pop and Japanese. So Asian idol concert. Okay. Yes. yes. So, dude, I like this game. Okay, so I feel. I feel like. This is one of those card games where you don't play against someone, but it's like a journey. Does what? that make sense? It's like a, it's like a, it's a journey. Yeah, like you're, you're, it's like a RPG. It's, it's like, it's like the Bloodborne card game, right? Colin, you remember that where it's like, I mean, yeah, you're yeah. kind of playing against people, but there's like a giant monster you're all killing. 
Dude, right. what if it's a rhythm-based card game, guys? Oh, that's it. At a concert. That's a it. A rhythm-based roguelike <laughs> card game. No, that's totally it. Tsune Miku. <laughs> Dudes, we need to copyright every idea we have here. This is gold. <laughs> I think it goes without saying everything is TM. TM, TM, TM. Oh, my gosh. No, okay. So my question is, how do you make rhythm roguelike? Right? Because roguelike, you're repeating the same thing over and over. And the, the thing that kills a rhythm game is playing the same song over and over. So, like, in our card game, we maybe have, like, uh, suits or something that represents suits. Okay. Right? Like, like uh, instruments. So, there could be drums. There could be, like, guitar, you know, string instruments, wood instruments, you know, brass, whatever. Right. Uh, and then you have to line up. So, it's like a match three, too. So, you have to line up three of them in some way in a row, like, like solitaire, maybe. And then there's, like, this line, kind of like a luminous or just, like, a, a note track coming down, maybe, yeah. like, a Guitar Hero. And then okay. once you have three in a row, if you get it like on the beat, like you, you know, if you match the three of them, like on three beats, you know what I'm saying? Like click, 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 then it'll like, you know, have a combo or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. I think I'm getting it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Because the idea that I had in my head was that like, if, if this is kind of like a roguelike, maybe you could still have a roguelike type gameplay like I'm thinking of like the binding of Isaac or something that's what's popping into my head but like you're get you're getting cards right but maybe to do certain attacks you have to have a certain collection of these cards mm. and then like with as you like pick up like say you're building up a fucking pop song right but you you keep grabbing cards that represent certain parts of that pop song and as you build up more cards you play like a rhythm, but the rhythms get more complex. But as they get more complex, you also do more damage Wait, or something like that. Guys, if you're attacking something. I think I have it. I think I've got it. Okay, here's my proposal. All right, Roberts. Roberts has the floor. You're playing as the band, or as the idol group, or as whatever. Okay, and each band has their own buff, right? So like we'd come up with our own shitty like, you know, fake band names like death metal band curb stomp and then i <laughs> and then the idol band the pink fairies and so on right and they all get bonuses like they can draw an extra card per turn and the thing you're fighting against is the crowd and every time you're fighting it's, to win their affection you're trying you're to fighting win followers to, win, to win twitter twitter followers right to win their interest okay and you th basically you're trying to draw cards and get to a point where you kind of get like a royal flush which is the equivalent of like getting the crowd to chant encore 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 okay like that's how you win but okay. what makes it a roguelike is you both have toured before you both have played shows before right like sure you're playing to a crowd energy's high it's fun but it is a little repetitive you're playing the same songs again and again right it's always mm. a little bit different, but they're the same songs. Much like a roguelike, the gameplay is always a little bit different, but it's the same gameplay. Mm. All right. So, but then when you die, you get one life when you die, and if you get to a certain level of followers, you get to carry over one card. Yeah, or you get to carry over through. like every time this song comes up that you're playing it, you just automatically ace it because you played it so many times or something like. Oh that. yeah, totally. And this needs a letter rating system depending on how well you do. Oh yeah. With, so D through S, right? Well, triple S. Triple let's S. be real. Yeah, like DMC. Yeah, tri <laughs> triple and, S. And if you get a D rating, you're just you're just a one hit wonder, and you just fade into obscurity. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I, I think I kind of think that's it. 
it kind of it makes the roguelike idea fit the idea of performing concerts. Don't we have to roll another thing? Oh, so, we never rolled conflict. Yeah, so here's what I'm thinking is do we think we need a conflict for this? Because it's I mean, I mean the conflict is inside us. But well, I mean, because it's a card game, you know, it's not like uh it's not like every card game you play though, like there's a different conflict in every one of them, or like in Magic the Gathering, you're usually just beating the enemy. Okay. Mm. Okay, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, the conflict is already inherent in the concert theme and the Asian Idol theme. Like the conflict is between our fame or non-fame and the crowd's affection. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so I so this is a lot of PVE. Is there a PvP aspect? Like battle the bands. Battle of the bands. Oh, oh, okay. oh okay. The crowd's shit. in the middle, and you're trying to win the affection of the crowd, and Bro. then there's an enemy who's also trying to win that crowd, and they have oh, cards fuck. that are like that other band shitty. They lose two cool points. Some oh, straight shit. up Scott Pilgrim like <laughs> amp versus amp shit. Yeah, I, I think I have the so this is, Nagi twins. This is touch. Uh, platform you know it'll work well on the touch platforms oh, as all card games do so i have a title maybe uh asian idol encore what do you guys think so i like it but i think it asian it, idol encore ex plus alpha i, I was thinking it needs something weird in japanese i'm, right? I'm worried yeah, yeah, it totally. alienates our curb stomp fans though oh they're not gonna be just asian idols i mean i was thinking it'd th- be different kinds of bands that would tie into the different kind of bonuses they would get I think it can be, but can we keep it in the Asian Idol world? I mean, there's tons of Asian Idol bands in different fandoms, and the fandoms, dude. That's true. Think about it. That's true. Think about that. I think there's That's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of diversity there, even if just in and of itself within Asian Idols. Yeah, and imagine this on mobile games. You know how many freaking idol worshippers would just be whales Dude, and spend so much money on microtransactions? Money. This could seriously make money. Let's stop recording right now. <laughs> this could seriously make money. And then you're selling, and then we get all evil in EA, right? We start selling packs. We yeah. start having like different levels of tiers. Like so there's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond pack cards. So you, so you can sell the same card five times. It has five different values. Holy exactly. Shit. And I say we phone up Square Enix because turns out Square Enix actually publishes most of the games that are released in Japan. Makes sense. So, really? yeah, so, I found out that they actually published like Bethesda and several oh, that's other right. so yeah, we just, games in Japan. We just need an in. So, hey, Square Enix, do we have an idea for you? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, but let's let's get into the nitty gritty of it. So, like, Dude, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Then you could license real life Asian bands. Right. Twice. And have their likenesses on the car. Oh, shit. And there you go. It's collectible card game. CCG. Oh, oh my God. So here's my question. This is a dangerous idea, guys. Here's my hey, question. Konami. Here's my question, right? So I'm looking at my hand. I'm looking at the cards in my hand. What am I actually looking at? What kind of cards would be used? The, so, I mean, I feel like each card will like have like a picture of a band member or band members. And then each card would roll like you, you would you want it to have like some numerical value, I would I, think, right? I'm I'm thinking maybe like I, I think maybe a system like um have you guys ever played uh Red Dragon Inn? I mean there are probably other card games that use that system, but once or twice. No. All right. And it was with you. So it's it's a system that basically has anytime cards and sometimes cards and uh action cards, right? So like you could use action cards once per turn you can use anytime cards literally anytime and sometimes cards require like a condition like the enemy plays an action or you play an action 
oh, these are levels of depth. I'm not prepared to go. Okay. Well, so, so the idea here, right, is like, so let's say, for example, an action card is you play your biggest hit, right? That And that just gives you 30 cool points. I feel like we need a better name for that, but some kind of score 30 system. 30 cool points. Some kind I of, got all the followers, dude. Followers. Fo- followers. No, listen, 30 kawaii points. Uh, that's good. <laughs> so 30. No, kawaii, kawaii is a rank. Oh, like a kawaii. Triple yeah, S kawaii. Rank. Yes, exactly. These are ranks. Okay. okay. These are levels attained. These are, no, these are like versus ranks. Like when you're in the, uh, mm. you're in the PVP, what are you? Right? right. It's like, oh man, that guy's kawaii rank. I can't fucking face yeah, that. Triple S. <laughs> fuck. Okay. So, so an action card, right? Like play your biggest hit. You get 30, uh, 30 followers, right? And then let's say your enemy has a sometimes card, which like counters your action card, right? And that sometimes card would be like, they, they unplug your amp. You, you don't get to play your song. Does that make sense? What? Weird. Why? I don't know, man. I Power don't know if cards. Right. I'm, th- I'm starting to get real like role play, I think. Okay. Well then, so how do the cards work? Like, how is this a card game still? Well, it's going to be like, well, there's going to be like suits, right? There's going to be like bands. So there's going to be different bands. Okay, like different, like kind of in Gwent, like there's different groups. Yeah. So kind of like think of different houses in Games of Thrones, right? Yeah. So there'll be different suits. There'll be different idols within those suits. Um, and they'll each have some kind of uh, attribute to them, right? And so, and we have to keep, are we keeping it rhythm based? Yeah, because we got to keep it within the realm of rhythm, right? So, well, right. Rhythm, and so rhythm isn't thinking, one of the things we rolled, but yeah. Right. Well, I'm just the concert setting right, is where right, I right. got that. And just oh, keeps, is where we got yeah. okay. And so I'm just thinking like there's this like this bar or this track that's constantly going. So you know you keep you're keeping track of where the rhythm is, and it's like at the bottom of the screen you have like five cars and there's a deck to pull up and you're it's kind of like a card puzzle battle game. Okay, okay. so it's like a rhythm based card puzzle game where you are battling kind of like where you're trying to get the most amount of followers in single player and then in multiplayer you're both kind of looking at the same thing but you're versus each other okay kind of like tetris right so tetris you're just kind of playing against tetris when you play by yourself but when you're playing with other people you're trying to beat them get what i'm saying gotcha right so is there going to be full-blown deck building in this 100 percent. yeah we need booster packs and everything okay yeah. Oh yeah, booster packs, easy way to make that money. Oh, we call them like drafts, like you're drafting new recruits to your band. Oh, Ooh. dude. Mm. Dude. Yeah, we have to model this after the really fucked up idol <laughs> yeah, the, industry. The in really Asia. shitty exploitative idol industry. Yeah, we have to sign them to really terrible contracts. Yeah. Exactly. Like lifelong <laughs> contracts where they're not allowed to date. <laughs> <laughs> what if, what then, if the main character is like it's a it's an old guy with like his hair is receding and his like yep. big like glasses like ten gallon glasses with a mustache? Yeah, and that yes, I like that. And then yeah. um, there's a story mode in single player mm. as well. <laughs> Definitely have to have a story mode. And guys, I think I think this is more than enough. This is Asian Idol Encore, motherfuckers, coming to Asian iOS Idol Encore, Android Plus Alpha yes. HD Remix Revision. I was gonna say Agent Idol Encore D because it just sounds good. There you go. Yeah, just a random letter at the end. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's very Asian. I'll do the Hatsune Miku games. You see the fucking titles for those games? Like, they're not Hatsune great. Hatsune Miku, they're fucking ridiculous. Yo, uh, yo, listen to me. I'm not even fucking with you guys. If this game existed, I would play it. 
same. I easily would play this game. Now, okay, so not I, even joking. This would be like free to play at first, right? But then, you know, you got to pay for free. those booster packs. Free to right? try. You're free. You're free to pay. Yeah. <laughs> You're free to pay for this game. No, I. That's the lesson learned, right? If Mario can't make it work, you have to be smart about this. But like, it's a card. You got. It's a card. I know game. you got. You got to. I think it's free to play, but then you, if you want to play, play. You know the real game, the end game stuff is all pay. For yeah, it. yeah. Like you're, you're like building, like uh, Fortnite. Yeah, you're Fortnite. building elite decks. You know, yeah. and, th- and there's going to be like, oh, there's going to be uh, like a trading system. Like there's going to be boards on Reddit where it's like, hey, can you trade your your Sakura-chan for my for my Hikaru? Dudes, there needs to be NFC built mm. in. And then we sell. Oh, fuck. Then we sell fucking figurines. <laughs> <laughs> we call them Amibabes. Yeah, fucking uh what 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 were we calling this? Weebos. Weebos, that's it. Weebos. No. <laughs> oh, this is too good. <laughs> Guys, that's uh, it. Asian Idol Encore D. We fucking did a game. Asian Congrats. Idol Encore D. Asian Idol Encore D. Yeah, just to give you some sense, Hatsune Miku, Project Diva, Project Diva Arcade Future Tone, Ar- Project Diva F second. Project Jeez. Mira DX, Project exactly. Diva X. Exactly. That, this is the naming conventions we needed here too. And you All know, those games Hatsune came out Miku's, within a span of five years. You know, she's by the way. having a fucking her own deck. You know that. Yeah. Oh no, that's that's going to be like an event. It's going to be an event okay. during the summer. Okay. Right. Okay. Hatsune Miku themed yeah. booster packs. Yeah, dude. We could do. And, yep. And then we could do the BTS at the fucking uh, Billboard Awards mm. edition. Dude, fuck that. Anything with BTS on it, fucking. Raking the money. Back up the truck. Here's all the money coming. Asian Idol Encore D Arcade Edition. <laughs> Guys, this is some shit. We need to archive this. Okay, wait. So is this going to be... Is this going to be like... Would we eventually branch out into real physical cards? Or is this only... Only oh, digital? Oh, we phone up Konami and be like, Hey, yo, I know you're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! right now, but like... Listen. Asian Idol Encore, though. <laughs> but... But here's the thing, though. We're going to have our own I pachinko. W- are we 100% sure that that idle trading cards aren't always already a thing? Because I mean, I'm I, sure uh, idle trading cards are a thing, but not a, ge- a rhythm-based roguelike card game. No, no, PvP. no. But trading actual physical trading cards, I would not I would not put it past them. That this I'm, is sure. A thing. I'm sure that's a thing. I had Ninja Turtle cards when I was a little kid. Uh, oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything is going to turn into a, hard, a card game. There's a Final Fantasy card game right now. Oh, Turns sh- out they'll find a way to sell you fucking cardboard, guys. It happens. Yeah. Oh, God, Robert. No, I found them. There are Japanese Idol official trading cards. Easily. Excuse me. Easily. And I bet there's, like, playing cards, too. No, these are, link, please. these are just small pictures of Asian girls in bikinis. Speaking of which, did you guys mm. see? Okay, so t- this relates to this in two ways. So BTS played the finale or a recent episode of America's Got Talent, like the biggest show in the world. Yeah, BTS was on there, so that's one thing. Two, the guy who won the whole season was a card trick guy named Shin Lim. Have you guys seen any of his shit? Does he do stuff no. with coins too? Holy shit! Uh, mainly cards. Uh-huh. I don't know if he's done coins. I'm not on that show, anyways. Not on anything I've seen him in. But I'm sure he could do any kind of sleight of hand. He makes things disappear and all that. But dudes, I he did something I've never seen before in my entire life. Maybe I should just not tell you what it is and show it to you. Yeah, yeah I don't leave, know. leave the viewers at home guessing. 
Go watch Shin Lim, his finale performance on America's Got Talent. It just happened this last week, and it blew my friggin' mind. And I and yeah, just go there. All right. Makes me think of Shin from Fist of the North Star. I watched that entire movie yesterday. It was great. Jesus. Yeah. I watched Solo again for the second time. That movie's still good. (laughs) Two hours of. (laughs) You haven't seen it, but oh, it's so good. All right. Have you seen it or not? No, Solo, you mean? Yeah. No. Oh, it's good. It's good. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yes. All right. All right but I think it. that's our game, guys. Yeah. Asian Encore a- Idol. Or Asian, Asian Idol, Idol Encore D. D. Asian Idol Try to Encore say that D. three times fast. Well, do People it, People get good at it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's available now on iOS. We're still working on the Android port because that's how every fucking Android <laughs> game works. Uh, oh, February 22nd. Out February twenty second. Yeah, I can't confirm. Yeah, not kidding. This could make it's money. Really this happening. Could make, this could be a business. Yeah, I, he, if you if you pre order now and put ten dollars down, you get the the Asian Idol Encore Diva Pack, mm. Deluxe Edition. Nets you, yeah, which eggs you three booster packs. You had, with th- your, uh, you had to think about the value of a booster pack there, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like I was like three, three, three. Okay. <laughs> Where's the uh, Whitney Houston Bobby Brown pack that comes with his own crack pipe? Aww. 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 Great, great thing to end the show on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a good, that's a good foray into our format. Uh, if you have any, uh, like, any suggestions you want us to add to our list of genres, of modifiers, of anything, feel free to reach out to us on social media or email any of them to us at tinydiscpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Tiny Disc Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on all that. Reach out to us. Let us know if you have any modifiers you want us to add. Because, I mean, this list is ever-growing. And the more we have, the more fun we have. Um, if you enjoyed what we did, leave us an iTunes review. And help out. It means a lot to us. It would mean it would mean so much. It would be great. <laughs> did True. I say it means a lot? It does. A lot. A lot. Hey, so where can we find you guys online on the internet? You can find me at boo underscore underscore five five, aka Colin Amano, on Twitter. Mr. underscore C E P E D A on Instagram. And you can find me at Panoptimist, P I N O P T I M I S T. Thank you so much for listening to the new Tiny Disc Podcast. And we'll see you next Thursday. Yeah, let us know what you think. Thank you. Thank you.